And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dogs and cats, squirrels and antelopes, and of course, electronic devices to the Wonderland. I'm Jeff Healy, and this is episode 78, if I'm not very much mistaken. And yes, that was a particularly inclusive welcome, but these days you never really know who's listening, do you? I mean, personally, I really don't give a monkey's who's listening to me at any given time via any given means beyond my control or knowledge. Because if they don't want to waste their time listening to endless drivel, that's their problem and they deserve what they get. Or what they don't get, really. No, I don't consider this podcast to be endless drivel, of course. Mainly because each episode actually does have an end. So it's just drivel. But in any case, I do hope that you'll enjoy today's show, which is essentially a ride through the small crevices and cracks and enormous canyons of my mind, and one which you might find amusing, entertaining, educational, or, I don't know, at least encouraging, in that you may well be left with a feeling that you're not so crazy after all, despite what your friends and family think, by comparison. Anywho, look, if this is your first time listening to The Wonderland, it's nice to have you here with all the rest of us. And now if you've been listening to the show for a while, you'll know that I don't often mention the COVID pandemic. Now, this is mostly because it's pretty much history by now, with any luck. And my opinion is that we're all sick to death of hearing about it, which I suppose is a lot better than being sick to death of actually having it. Anyway, it does seem that finally we're actually mostly out of it, as such. And it's interesting to see that there are pockets of society which are reluctant to get back to life as it was before the whole thing started. In other words, people who've become kind of, I don't know, shut in for so long that they've actually come to quite enjoy being shut in and now don't want to go out again. This is, again, an interesting example of how human nature is often fundamentally resistant to change of any kind, be it positive or negative. Kind of like, you know, that homeless person who actually enjoys being a homeless person and has no real interest in having what the rest of us might call a home and a normal life as such. Yes, this is a thing. I suppose it comes down to relativity and perspective, but... To be perfectly honest, I can't imagine that if I had to spend two years locked in the house, I would then decide to stay there for the rest of my life merely because I'd gotten a bit used to it. But hey, that's just me. After all, how many prisoners become eligible for release and then say, nah, you know what, I think I'll stay here in jail. Well, I've got no idea. But again, I'm sure that this has happened on occasion especially in countries with prison conditions which are considerably better than the day-to-day living conditions in the country that the offender might have grown up and spent most of their lives in. And whilst I somehow doubt that a prisoner would be allowed to stay in jail once they've served their sentence, I guess it would be easy enough for them to find themselves back there again pretty quickly, if that's what they really wanted. Hmm. Anyway, life on Earth is and will continue to be full of surprises in terms of how we and our fellow human beings choose to live it and 
what floats our respective boats, as they say. And if nothing else, it's an ongoing source of amusement. At the opposite end of that spectrum, of course, is the human desire to change things for no good reason. And it is with this in mind that we now plunge headfirst into the slightly chilly but nonetheless interesting waters of theory time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory time. And welcome to theory time. So, along with drive throughs and online deliveries and the general let's make everything as little effort as possible side of life, comes something which one of my friends reminded me of the other day, and that is the phenomena of the unnecessary automation of very basic and pretty much perfectly functional things in life, such as doors, toilets, and so on. Now, on one hand, I do understand the reasons that inventors and engineers have come up with these ideas, and right behind is someone either paying them or jokingly suggesting the invention late one night at the pub. Another reason would be that they are clearly bored out of their minds. Or possibly, this is another example of the pandemic having made people create stuff that actually doesn't need to be created, such as this podcast, for example. Hmm. Anyway, I think a general rule needs to be followed by these common object innovators, and it's this. The simpler a thing is, the less need we have for you to mess with it, particularly if it's already working. Just say no. Leave it alone. Go solve a more complicated problem like, I don't know, why do emergency brake systems in cars come on when they shouldn't? Or why is dental floss so reluctant to go from your fingers into the bathroom waste basket when you're finished using it? And why do we still not have rectangular chickens? <sighs> Sorry about that. Seriously though, probably right near the top of the stupid invention list would have to be the automated powered trash can, such as is becoming common in airport fast food outlets. A colleague of mine, I'll call him John Angus, because that's his name, was recently going through Sheephole Airport in Amsterdam when he came across one of these. So, uh, in order to use it, you push a button, the bin lid opens, you empty the contents of the tray into it, and then neatly place the tray on an adjacent pile of used trays. Now, the problem was that the mechanism was faulty or had no power or something, and so everyone just left their rubbish on the top of the bin, creating a big ugly mess. Rubbish on rubbish, you might say. Now, wouldn't the traditional large metal or plastic rubbish container with a garbage bag inside have been a better idea? Okay, maybe not as sexy, but definitely more functional and less frustrating for all concerned. Including young John, who would have then had no choice but to find another solution for his trash disposal needs, unless he just carefully added to the pile. And no, I didn't ask. But he did suggest this being an example of backwards engineering, in which the wheel has yet again been rather poorly reinvented. And we still don't have the rectangular chicken. This is what I know. Theory time. And that's it for theory time. And as luck would have it, we have now arrived at the musical part of the show, which I like to call Song of the Day. 
In this segment, we take a song that you've probably never heard from an artist you may not have heard of and play part of it in an effort to change all that. So this week, we're going to go all the way to the good old US of A and have a listen to a track from Northeast Traffic, a prog rock outfit based in Rhode Island, and this one's called Just The Tip. Northeast Traffic with Just The Tip. And you can hear all of that song, along with the rest of their albums and singles, on Spotify. There comes a time in every show, folks, where we need to cast off anchors and let that wonderland balloon soar into the vast expanse of improvisational sky above. Well, that time is now upon us, in the unpredictable yet familiar form of Good Times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. Now, Kevin, there's a Jeff. matter... Oh, I'm sorry. I was too serious too soon. Kevin, it's... Okay. You... No, that was good. I, I liked your enthusiasm there. It was like yeah, you pretended like that. that you were really interested in the fact that I'm... I am. You are? 
I'm interested. What are you going to say, Jeff? I'm really interested already. What okay, is Kevin. What is that? Well, Kevin, you're going to like this because we're going to talk about labels. We're going to talk about labels that don't oh. seem to make any sense. Now, we're going to start. Oh, my God. Right. You're now, like, that, no, you're getting on my nerves already. The There's bit. so many labels out there that make no sense. There are labels, you know. So why would anybody yeah, have a label maker if you've, they're out there already? They've already been made. Why do we need to make more? You know, the label makers yeah. used to buy, the label makers, you know, and you'd stick them on things and... Yeah. Yeah, label yeah. makers. Now, little... Uh, they were called Dymo label makers. Remember those? They used to press... Uh, whatever, it's boring. Look, I don't. I'm not that old. No, anyway. no, that's right. No. <laughs> now, the thing is, Kev, he's just turned 67, folks, and he looks good for his age. Uh, but anyway, look, seriously. No. I, Kevin and I were talking about... You, know, you can buy water, right? Bottled water. And it'll say... Vegan friendly. Now, as far as I know, no animal has ever been used in the production of bottled water. Kevin, would you exactly. care to comment on this? Yeah, I mean, it's it's like you know, it's like saying, um, like I have a new synthesizer does not contain wood. Well, of course it doesn't contain wood. You know, like right. It's like right. now advertising's gone into like what's not in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and this is very, very interesting because, you know, on one of the podcasts two weeks ago, which I'm not trying to sell, by the way, by mentioning this, mm-hmm. I mentioned mm-hmm. that it's mm-hmm. going to be a big deal pretty soon uh, that ad, yeah. ad restaurants are going to be advertising things like, tonight, tonight only, no live music. <laughs> They're advertising the absence of something, you know, and people are like, the oh. absence of something. Yeah, oh, my God, we've got to get in there. There's no live music tonight. That's fantastic. And I was actually saying that's maybe not a bad thing, that there's no live music. And I say this, folks, as a live musician, and Kevin is as well. Yeah, Parti- exactly. Particularly true in Kevin's case, actually. Yes. But, yeah. I'm really live. He's really. I'm really, really, really live. Really live. He is. He's very, he's almost too live. <laughs> um, but check this out, though. Yeah, okay. so, so I had a, I, I just got a new one of those uh, magnetic thingy things for my iPhone that, that, that you know, oh, yeah, you hold it on the snaps back, it, that, yeah, 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 so yeah, it's a holder, right? Yeah, 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 so and it's really, really good because uh-huh. it's not going to fall off in the middle of the night if you're right. flailing around with your arms or whatever, which I often do. Uh, my arms are flailing in the do. middle of the night, I do exactly. Yeah, I, I understand. I try to take anti flailing medication, but it's not worked out, <laughs> it's not worked out so far. You, you know? mean AFM, anti flailing medication, you know, one of those masks, you know, like if, if you if you're like have sleep apnea, well, I have like anti flailing, oh, like, right. I got flail apnea or, or oh, whatever. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what it is. No, no, no. My brother's I'm got one of those. That. He looks like Darth yet. Vader. It sounds like him too. Exactly. Yeah. Like elef- the elephant man or something. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Anyway, we're off course. Keep, keep going. What I'm trying to say is that on this on this packaging, on the right. packaging of this thing, it warns against, you know, do not use if you have a pacemaker. Well, thanks for telling me now. I've already ordered the thing, and it's already at home, you know. Exactly. He hasn't put it in, but he's got one. And, and what, if you're no. in, what if you're in a crowded elevator, and you happen to have that on your phone, as you do, and it's an elevator full of elderly people with heart problems and pacemakers, and they all drop dead, and you're standing there with the phone thinking, I don't know what to do now. Oh, maybe I should call emergency. And Right? Yeah. That's all you can do. Yeah. That's all you right. can do, Kevin. This could be a, a new theme oh, for for a movie. It Imagine could be. that, where, yeah. where well, people like there's a guy like so the main character he goes around killing elderly people. Magnetron, 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 <laughs> and yeah, people with pacemakers, Kevin, not just anybody. Exactly. No. So yeah, and of course, and and you could yeah. call the movie the pacemaker, the pacemaker starring 
Magnetron. Yeah. <laughs> Shortest movie exactly. ever. They're all dead in the first scene. <laughs> They're all dead in the first no, scene. No, but seriously. No, there was a serious... But there's a build-up of people just dying and you don't know why and then you realize your you... superpower is yeah. your phone. Yeah, that's it. And, and yeah. the, at the end of the movie, it's like you kind of... The guy goes, oh, oh so that's what was doing it. Oh, that's interesting. And yeah, end scene. End scene. End scene. End scene. Much like this podcast. Very much end so. End podcast. Yeah, end podcast. Actually, Kev, we've got another half a minute. No, we can't. We can't okay. stop. It's four thirty. No. We can talk. Okay, we can talk. Okay, let's pretend. So, for instance, I'll give you an example. Give me an example. My uh, my, uh, my sister in law was concerned about this. This whole idea came up because we we need to get a new cooktop. Ours is not working right, and. Um, I said, I want to get one of the, the, the new induction ones. And she said, oh, my God, I wouldn't get one of those because, you know, it's, it's really harmful if you, have, if you have a pacemaker. And I said, oh, my God, do you have a pacemaker? I didn't know that. She said, no. I said, so what's the problem then? <laughs> well, it would limit your dinner guests to, you know, people without pacemakers, I guess. Yeah, or just keeps your dinner guests young. How about that? What, young because all the other ones have died? No, that doesn't make sense. No. No, I mean, it keeps Meaning it... that nobody that are, you know, with a... You know, the, only the young at heart. <laughs> well said. <laughs> boom, boom. End scene. Good times. With Big Jeff and Little Kev. And Little Kev and myself will be back with more serious discourse on the subjects that matter to you on the next episode. So don't miss it. Now, some time ago, I dissected a couple of common expressions in an effort to figure out if they actually made sense or not. And this week, I've had a couple of others on my mind, which I think we need to sit down and have a bloody good talk about. And what better place to do that very thing than... Jeff's Thought of the Day. Welcome to Thought of the Day. Yes, today's thought concerns a few common expressions which I have a bit of a problem with, and you're going to hear about that right now. And the first of these to be placed under our Wonderland microscope is the best things in life are free. Now, we all think we have a pretty good idea as to what this expression means, but as usual, I'm going to beg to differ. And I'm going to ask you to consider a less conventional view of what I believe this cliché is actually suggesting. And then we'll attempt to put it into context. Now, I've given this a lot of thought and I've decided that it really does need to be discussed. Because there are some things which concern me about the assumption inherent with this tired old chestnut. And excuse me if I get all hyperlogical on you all at this point, but... Doesn't this expression mean, by extension, that things which are expensive are the worst things in life? And how about things that are cheap? Like, you know, they're not free, because you still have to pay something for them, but people are always dissing cheap stuff, you know, saying it's no good, it doesn't work, it's not reliable, it's badly made. So, if you think about it, that's close to being free, and yet really has a bad reputation for quality and or performance. So let's think about this for a second. And look, here we have something that's nearly free and is absolute crap and nobody thinks anything of it. And it is considered to be of a very low value. And then we're told of the best things in life are so freaking cheap that they don't cost anything at all. Is it any wonder people are confused? 
I don't think so. Okay, so that's Exhibit A. Exhibit B is the expression, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Now, this one might sound kind of ridiculous, but, you know, to me, this one makes perfect sense, but only when interpreted in a completely literal way. So let me explain what I mean. If you happen to have a bird in your hand, the chances are that it's either a well-trained pet, which doesn't mind sitting in your hand because it knows you're about to feed it, or it's dead, which I think is far more likely. And so I think we're gonna go with that. Bear in mind that there's also an excellent chance that if it was alive, sooner or later, that bird would crap in your hand. So I reckon you're kind of ahead at that point. Now, although you might not have assigned any actual monetary value to that dead bird you're holding, let's imagine that you then notice not one, but two birds, which just happen to have found themselves in a nearby hedge, probably by accident, and which are about to be attacked, killed, and eaten by your pet cat, Fluffy. So, let's freeze and consider that scenario. You're holding a dead bird in your hand, which you're not sure what to do with. And then you spot another two birds trapped in a nearby bush, also about to be dead. And then, maybe, just maybe, you consider the value of what's in your hand relative to what's in the bush. And you conclude that the one you've got is worth both of the ones in the bush, because at least the one you've got is not in the bush, and you don't have to reach in and pull it out. Fluffy's going to take care of that one for you because Fluffy's getting peckish. On top of which, they're all dead anyway. And the resale value for dead birds is, let's face it, not that high. Do you see what I mean? And so that expression ends up being completely legitimate, but only if taken literally. That's disqualifying it as an expression per se. All right. Exhibit C. A stitch in time saves nine. Saves nine what? Whales? Dollars? And what does needlework have to do with the indefinite continued progress of existence? No, look, I'm sorry. Don't even try to explain to me what this means, because whoever came up with it was obviously determined to confuse everybody. And I sincerely believe that this expression meant nothing at all from day one, perpetuated by a whole bunch of pretentious pseudo-intellectual gits who decided that they would pretend they knew what it meant, whereas it doesn't mean anything at all. It's a bit like saying, singing with a mango stops a tango, but not quite as realistic. So, with that in mind, I would like to suggest that we change these expressions to the following. One. The best things in life are good. 2. A bird in the hand is probably a bad idea unless you're wearing gloves. And 3. A stitch in time is complete bollocks. You're welcome. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And that's it for Thought of the Day, which also brings us to the end of not just another episode, but also yet another season of The Wonderland. And we're now going to take a four-week break before we return with clean underwear, a thoroughly disinfected studio, and another slew of groundbreaking new episodes in hand as we lock our teeth right into Season 5. 
Thanks to Little Kev for consistently bringing the action throughout Season 4, to our tireless Wonderland studio staff, without whom everything would get done in half the time and at a fraction of the cost, and most of all, thanks to you, dear listener, for making it all worthwhile. So do look for the first episode of the new season four weeks from now. And please join me once more then as I continue my never-ending and quite possibly completely pointless search for truth, wisdom and meaning right here on The Wonderland. Gotta get back to Jeff's Wonderland. Gotta come 